everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the 920 Show. Uh, we are going to be joined by a very special guest here momentarily. We've been a little bit absent, I would say. We haven't done one of these in a week or so, and that's because we went and did a guest podcast instead. Yes. On, uh, what was the, the show called again? I always confuse it with their your company name. Um, it's your neighbor. It's your neighbor. Yeah. It's your neighbor podcast. Katie and I joined the team over at Take Action Really, and you can hear myself and Katie on that in uh, last week's episode. So that was, we kind of just said, you know what? We only have so much time. We can only do so many podcasts in a week. So yep, that was our podcast last week. So welcome back to the actual 920 show. Uh, we hope maybe we Got some new listeners from the It's Your Neighbor podcast. Hopefully you uh, you liked what you heard. But yeah, for sure. We've got a lot to cover. It is beautiful weather out. And you know, the beautiful weather got me thinking about one thing. What is that, Nick? Baseball. <laughs> baseball. It got me thinking about baseball. Um, and today we are joined uh, by John Fonta. Did I get that right? Fonta? Dead. Nailed it. He is the GM, Vice President and GM of the Green Bay Rockers, who are coming off of a championship. That's right. How did let, let's start let's start there with the that exciting, you know, not news. It obviously was last last season, but uh we haven't had you on to discuss everything. How did that run go? How was that for you? Like was that just a surreal experience? It's pretty special. It was my uh fortunately my second time I've been able to do it um in 17 years in the league. So, uh it's pretty hard to do. There's, you know, the Northwoods League is the largest summer collegiate league in the country with 26 teams and so oh, wow. they come out on top. I mean, there's four There's less 20 teams than, I knew there was a lot. Four less than the major leagues. So, I mean, oh, there's wow. a lot of competition and to come out on top um, is pretty special. We had a special uh, group of players, special group of um, associates that helped us get there as well throughout the year. Coaches did an awesome job. So, um, we can't thank the community enough for the support. It was a, a fun ride. It ended very quickly at the end. Yeah. Um, we went into middle of August with the playoff push, and then the, a lot of the guys had to get back to go to college that mm-hmm. following Monday. So we got back at like 6.30 in the morning on Friday, or Saturday morning, I should say, and guys had flights out within like an hour or two of when oh my the bus gosh. got back. So we couldn't even really celebrate it like we wanted to, but uh, it was a special time, and uh, it will definitely be a great memory for, for me. Was your other championship with the Rockers? or It was not. I okay. was with, uh, I helped start up the team in Wisconsin. And Rapids back in 2010 and oh, in 2016 cool. we won the won the whole thing too. Nice, oh, neat, nice. That's awesome. Well, that's actually a really good segue um, into just we would like love to get to know John a little bit more. Um, you know, you've been at the Rockers for how was it was your was so going to year six, year six. So six seasons. Were they the? Did you were you overseeing the name change? Where's that? So I started in the league in 2000, uh, 2008 with the lacrosse loggers while I was okay. in college and then had a chance to start up a team in, like I said, Wisconsin Rapids in 2010, which was a great experience, you know, starting mm-hmm. something from the ground up that, that the community didn't have North League baseball. And this was a different opportunity after 2018. Um got to come over to Green Bay and it was, you know, our ownership group at the time also owned the team in Wisconsin Rapids. So the, my natural progression was to come over and help oversee the construction of the new stadium mm-hmm. in Ashwaubenon. So, um, that was a, f- I thought it was going to be a fun opportunity. It really was, but there was a lot going into it that I wasn't doing the the same duties that I had been accustomed to as the GM in, in Wisconsin Rapids, the previous, you know, nine years I was there. And so, yeah. um, you know, helping 
get the stadium to where it is today has been very rewarding. And we've had a lot of great people to, to help along that process for sure. But um, I, I came over, the team going into the new facility, um, the ownerships, you know, kind of want at the time was to, to revamp. We're going to do it to a new environment. We want to change the name, make it more local yeah. feel. And that's kind of where the booyah came into play. Um, and then after 2020, which was a, a weird season for a lot of entertainment industry, obviously. Yeah, you know, definitely. Um, our ownership group had four baseball teams under their umbrella, as well as a couple soccer teams. And going through a season where the Green Bay was the only franchise that they owned that played games uh, that were meaningful and able to generate some revenue um, they ended up selling mo a majority of their teams all but Madison and so um, that was an opportunity for Mark Skogan who lives in Green Bay yeah. to purchase the Rockers he loves sports he loves baseball loves music and yeah. it's right next to Epic Event Center and so kind of a natural fit there with a synergy between the two and the proximity between the two and that's mm -hmm. kind of how that came to be and with that with his love of music um the name change to the Rockers kind of made sense. We wanted to to reinvigorate, put some energy into the facility. We do live music before each of our games. That's for the so first cool. Forty five minutes. Yeah, it's uh, so it was cool. A lot of fun that went around with it. So I think we're in a good place now, and, and we're just excited to build off the championship in the into this year. Yeah, for sure. And I love the the atmosphere of game days there. It's the the Capital Credit Union Park is just such a, a fun experience. It's 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 like you you go for the baseball, but you stay for everything else um it's pretty cool how you guys have created that experience yeah you don't necessarily have to like baseball i always joke with people if you do you like a cold beverage do you like to yeah. you know, let your kids run around a little bit and go on the inflatables do you like to you know get to get together and kind of see old friends that you haven't seen for a while and that's kind of a, a place that we can bring the community together it's one of our core values and and everything we do kind of resounds around how do we get people here to have fun enjoy each other um build you know friendship goodwill in the community and, and everything thing that we um, hope to do this year and all the events that we do outside of baseball really goes to that uh, that effect as well yeah I was gonna say my so I have uh, six nieces and nephews and like I you know this was a couple of years ago but I wasn't super familiar you know with baseball obviously so whatever so <laughs> obviously my, she says yeah. <laughs> my nieces and nephews my sister started going to the Rockers game and it's like a staple in their summer like that's one of their main activities is going to the rockers games and i'm like that's awesome so they cool. send pictures i'm like this is so cool yeah. like it's a total family affair that's awesome so um i do want to get into a little bit of a season preview with you uh here but first i want to i want to know like you mentioned right out of college you were working in lacrosse i was so i i did a uh, my goal i guess at the end of the day was when I started college was to be a pharmacist and I, I definitely was all always involved in the athletic scene and and never knew that that was a possibility and I had mm -hmm. a friend I was lifeguarding over the summer and he's like what do you really want to do with your life I'm like I'd love to be the GM like at the time you think you're going to be the GM of a major league baseball team and right and that's not really realistic when there's 30 of those jobs and so um, did end up starting working at a college athletics department in lacrosse with Turbo University. I was at UW lacrosse for college and so went across town to just get a new experience and the athletics director there really took me under his wing and gave me a few opportunities to get involved with event management and, and men's and women's basketball and men's, uh, you know, baseball and, and softball as well. So <coughs> that was kind of a, uh, you know, sorry. 
fall through the spring type of gig while I was going to college. And then in the summers, I'd work with the lacrosse loggers running their ticket sales operation. So that's kind of where I got the, the nuts and bolts of the Northwoods League and kind of what, what it was all about. And it all stems from ticket sales because without that, you can't, you can't right. have the sponsors. Yeah, you can't sure. have the you know merchandise, you know, sales, concessions, all that kind of stuff. So that's kind of a, a base I got. And then that trans, you know, propelled me to the next step. Uh, in Wisconsin Rapids. So, so was it always baseball for you? Is that it? Did you play growing up? Like, did you, is, is, or was it kind of the opportunity was there and that's what you ran with? I grew up down the street. We had, grew up on a dead end, uh, drive in a town of about 4,000 Viroqua, Wisconsin. And so mm-hmm. where at the end of our Viroqua, it's about 35 miles South of lacrosse. Oh, so okay. Very okay. close by. And um, at the end of our street was a uh, two baseball diamonds, and so two little league fields there. And then you walk through my parents' backyard, through a few other neighbors' woods and stuff like that, and you get up to the high school baseball diamond called the Park Bowl. And so I was around baseball my entire life. Our uh, high school and legion coach was uh, is one of the all-time winningest coaches in the state, and we played between spring and summer about 90 to 95 games so it was crazy so people these days are like oh you guys play 72 games in 77 days how is that and i'm like well it's what i've been doing since i've been 15 years old that's crazy um, it's not too much different but yeah the baseball's encompassed my life since a very young age and so you know it's just it's not really a job at this point. It's, yeah. it's fun, and, and I work with awesome people. We have great associates that, you know, from our part-time staff to our full-time to our coaches to our host families, you name it, there's like 150 to 200 people that make this thing go. Um, our players obviously come in from all over the country, so that's also a unique aspect yeah. of it, and all the, the college coaches were able to to bring on the map and make green Bay a place, you know, yeah. um, from those places, I was out at a coaching convention with our field manager, Chris Kreplin, who's at Lawrence university in Appleton, uh, at the start of January. And, you know, UCLA coach John Savage comes up and starts talking to you. Uh, That's crazy. Away. And these, these are some big programs that, you know, they know green Bay is the place to go for summer. Right. And, and, you know, the support of our ownership has gotten, gotten us to this point mm-hmm. of having a nice facility, having good amenities, um, a great place to to spend two and a half months and kind of hone your craft with a wood bat in front of you know major league scouts and so that's why the guys come here that's awesome that's awesome so um baseball's always been a part of your life uh growing up do you ever get the chance to like get out there and hack a few once once a summer i'll get out there i'm not, uh, I'm not quite in that kind of uh swinging a bat shape. i'd love to run don't get me wrong yeah. i do that pretty much nightly but um, as far as swinging a bat anymore, not too much. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get out there and it'll, it'll be great until I throw a few baseballs back and forth and then your arm feels like yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, my daughters, uh, they got getting into into softball and stuff. And I would th- go in and just like throwing the ball to them. I'm like, oh, man, this is this is a muscle I'm not used to yeah, using really, anymore. <laughs> you don't feel it until yeah. the next day or two days after yeah. or the week after. But um, yeah. no, it's, it's fun. I still enjoy going out in the field and trying to tack young again. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Watch out for those knees, though, man. Yeah. You know? I guess I'll, I'll take your word on yeah, that. Yeah, watch out. So watch far, out. so good. Yeah. No, I'm worried about that on the runs, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. So um, you go from lacrosse to Wisconsin Rapids. At what point did you say, because you mentioned that you were going to school for pharmacy. At what point did you say, yeah, that's not for me? And was there something that like clicked for you that, that kind of was like, a, you know, this is what I want to do now? Yeah, I've always been a good student. I just 
realized that, you know, I, I kind of got into the pharmacy thing because I had a mentor in high school. I worked at a pharmacy and I also was a lifeguard and did a bunch of stuff, you know, that I could do because we played baseball pretty much every day of the summer. And so I'd wake up at like 530 in the morning and go um, lifeguard open swim for a bunch of, you know, retired folks that mm-hmm. yeah. I like to wake up early, yeah. a lot earlier than I love to. Um, and then I'd teach swimming lessons to like noon. And then honestly, I'd do part-time at the pharmacy as well during the summer and then in the off season as well. And so I got kind of ingrained in that and I was doing a lot of stuff because this gentleman I worked for was at the end of his career and he'd let me okay. do a little bit more probably than I should have. <laughs> um, I hope I didn't, hope I didn't no. murder anybody's, uh, don't worry. That, but, yeah. Uh, no, it was good. It, uh, it was an experience that I thought I could take to the next level and obviously it was a good paying career. Um, and so that's kind of why I went, down that path at the time. And then I realized, you know, talking with one of my best high school friends that, you know, there's this other opportunity out there. Just, you only get one chance at life. Let's go right. follow your passion a right. little bit. You got to have fun what you're doing or else it's going to feel like a job. And I'd never wanted that to happen. And so fortunately we've been, you know, up to this point, been able to, to continue to kind of live your dream. So do you, do you finish, did you finish going to school for pharmaceutical or did you, did, did you switch your major? I luckily switched after okay. sophomore year. So oh, I nice. got a lot of general classes in and yeah. obviously a few more, um, you know, chemistry classes than I probably wanted to take and anatomy <laughs> yeah. and physiology, but it also, everything works out well in, in the end of the day at life because a lot of the A&P classes that you take, you know, now when a guy slides into second base and his mm-hmm. knee twists a certain way, I already kind of know what, what's happening before he gets back to the dugout. Obviously we have athletic trainer trainers, but right. it's kind of nice to know the, you know, the muscle that might be kind of wor- bothering him or if he comes in the next day in my office be able to talk to him a little bit about it you know kind of things that you can do to to help it without going over the top of anybody else's head but um for sure but yeah that's yeah it's weird how you put these things in your tool belt as you go through life exactly and then you you think at the time you're like yeah you're like oh well i'm never gonna use this and five years down the road you're like wait a second i have that tool i know what's going on here exactly it's kind of cool yeah it is it's pretty cool so um do you have anything, Katie? Do you want to jump in here? Yeah. So I was going to, I was going to bring up like what I, I guess you're kind of going along with the storyline um, and how his journey got here. But I was just going to ask him like, how was that move to Green Bay? And like, what did you, what was one of the first things that you noticed coming here about Green Bay? Yeah. So I was very fortunate, you know, lacrosse is a big, bigger place. Yep. Um, similar to Green Bay, Wisconsin Rapids is not. Um, mm-hmm. It's a town of 18,000 people and everywhere you go there, especially when we started the team up from the ground up, everybody's excited about this thing. It was a lot of work doing it mm-hmm. for sure. But when we got it rolling, I mean, we were, we were ranked seventh or eighth best in attendance every year I was there and we're in the smallest market in the Northwoods. League. Oh, that's, so that's that was pretty, that's pretty, you cool. know, that was pretty special at the time. And and, you know, there's 1,400, 1,500, 1,600 people every night at this facility in a town of 18,000. If you take the percent of the community that's at your place, yeah, yeah. For night, sure. everybody knows you, right? So if I go out to, if I go out to eat it, you know, at night, I kind of know how the Packers players feel a little bit. You know, if you go out to eat, somebody wants to come talk baseball with you yeah. everywhere. You can't, you can't go anywhere. So I had to find some little places off the, I off love the that. for a lot of host families that invite me over just to have dinner and, and things that, you know, I love people, but eventually you got to get away once in a while. And right. I know, like, I know let me a take a bite of this food. A smaller, I mean, yeah. it's a way smaller level than this, but you know, I, the thing about Green Bay, I love living here in Ashwaubenon. It's great. 
Um, but, uh, you know, you, you go out and not everybody knows you, you'll definitely run into people at the grocery store and, and host families and fans and stuff like that, but it's just not, yeah. as, not as much. So yeah. that's been kind of a, the one big change that I noticed. Obviously everybody over here is very friendly. Um, that hasn't changed anywhere. I've lived in Wisconsin. So, right. um, I think that's a, a common theme throughout, but yeah, that's, that's been the biggest changes. I do like, you know, a few more options over here as far as, um, dining and, and, doing some fun stuff that uh, that we have access to in Green Bay that maybe some other parts of the state don't. And so um, there's a lot, of, a lot of attraction to, to coming here, and I love living here. Yeah, so did, was there some, like, growing up in La Crosse, and, or the La Crosse area, I should say, you know, 40 minutes south or whatever, um, you mentioned there, did you get to, did you visit Green Bay a lot, or did you have any, like, preconceived notions that were maybe – when you actually got here and started living here that you were like, Oh, okay. It's not like I perceived. So my family, when we were growing up, used to drive up to door County probably once a year. And so yeah. we got, we came through green Bay, obviously in that, in that front. Um, the biggest memory for me was in 96 when my grandparents brought all 15 or 16 of our grand, the grandkids over to a Packers practice. And we kind of hung out for a couple of days and it was a, now looking back at it, it's like, well, that was what this was all about. It was about giving um, their kids some time off from all of the grandkids and yeah. like, taking them for yeah. a couple of days. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, Two grand, uh, grandma and grandpa with 15 they, kids. They literally came over by themselves. Oh, my this word. They have a bus? Huge van up. Uh, we piled, like <laughs> everybody was them. pretty young, and we piled into this van, and we were just running all over the place. I have no idea how anybody didn't get lost over here. but That's uh, crazy. Yeah, it, was, it was a lot of fun. I do remember that. That was kind of my first um, experience. And then obviously the Packers go on to win the Super Bowl that that year and yeah. so that was pretty special and and my grandma and grandpa at the time came over and watched the game with us i'll, I'll never forget that but um that's when i was pretty young and that was a, a blast and you know that was kind of my first you know hinge into into green bay a little bit and it's been fun to to live here and kind of experience what what all it has to offer for sure yeah, yeah. so do you do you have kids I do not. You don't. Okay. I was going to ask, have you gotten to take any kids to, and recreate that experience? I have a goddaughter, and that's about yeah. as far as we've gotten so far. Right. So, and oh. I will, I've spoiled her enough. Yeah. So they're easy to spoil. Yeah. She does when the same thing. When they're not yours and you can like send them back. Absolutely. I Absolutely. Hate, oh, no, you guys. I, yeah, that's my jam too. I'll spoil them, do whatever I want with them, feed them all their all the candy and oh, all the things. My sister and does right the back. same yeah. thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's the best. It's frustrating. Yep. Man. It's frustrating. So um, what are some of your favorite things to do around town? You know, now that you've been here going on six years and uh, do you, do you have uh, your local favorites? Outside of work. There's so much. Um, a lot of good, um, a lot of good craft beer. I do like to run a lot of good trails all around yeah. the, the place. I love to fish. So that's a big part of my life. Going out on a boat is, mm -hmm. is great. Just sitting on the water. Um, there's so much, so much to do. I would say go to, to Gambler's Blizzard. Green Bay Phoenix games. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's always a good, a good time. And everybody makes fun of fun of me for this, but if I'm, you know, not working at a sporting event, I'm usually at a sporting event or trying to find some entertainment, live music. I mean, we've got Epic Event Center. I go over there quite a bit. Mm -hmm. to they get some good bands. Shows. I mean, there's so much, so much to do. I suppose when you're like in the sports industry, cause I do this too. When you're in the sports industry, you're like thinking about all the inner workings that's going on, like at a blizzards game and at a like, it's hard to turn it off. You, yeah. get, you get a lot of good ideas, right? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Else, and that's kind of why I like to go as well. But 
gotta turn it off once in a while. Oh, I and just we, like look at the game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Katie and I have talked about this. It's it's similar in the tourism industry. I go like on vacation and I'm like now assessing this destination, like how their marketing is and yeah. you know, how their city their is set up guide. and visitors. It's very yeah. easy to fall into that trap. Yeah, yeah, it I is. Don't, I, don't, I don't think it's a bad thing either. Um not being able to turn it off. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just yeah. makes it better at the yeah. end of the day. For, for sure. sure. For sure. So let's um let's get into to the rockers a little bit. Um season's coming up. Uh I saw there were some announcements. You got a lot of your players coming back. We do. We have uh, an unprecedented amount coming back. Usually the guys can play with us from their freshman through their junior seasons. Mm. Um, We also can get four senior pitchers that kind of want to showcase themselves going into the draft if they weren't drafted as a junior. And so um, we were able to to get 14 guys um, that were young enough. We had a young squad last year, so 14 guys able to come back. Uh, for second season, some for a third, which is outstanding, and that just shows that you know that they had a good time here. They like playing with the guys, and they also enjoyed getting taken care of by the organization. Hopefully, and, and yeah, we're excited about that. It's always good to have continuity. I'm a big continuity guy, especially with our our associates. Anytime we can bring as many people, and if you if you have good people working alongside you, it's more fun that way, anyways. And so mm-hmm. I think the the mentality with the players is kind of the same thing, right? They're used to each other. They're, it's not going to be brand new. Although I do like new experiences and right. like trying new things for sure. Um, it's always nice to, to have kind of a comfort level going into it because the game of baseball is pretty hard. So if you got something that's a constant in it, you know, it's going to be changing every day. That's always helpful. But uh, for the fan perspective, it's going to be nice being able to see I know fans like to gravitate f- towards people. We're not the brewers where they might send a guy to a five-year deal. Right. And you're going right. to see him year after year. This is kind of an ev- evolving thing um, typically. And so being able to bring some continuity to the fans as well hopefully we're we're creating some excitement there what is like some of the things that the guys say when they come to green bay like what like for, if they're not from here like they're staying with the host family do they like it what are, what are their thoughts they're shocked at how close lambeau field like they're oh just in sure awe oh yeah, yeah. that makes yeah, sense that's pretty cool they're standing on the field with lambeau in the background yeah. they're just there's Every time the first time they'll play here, the guy, the right, right fielder came in and he's just like, I can't believe I was just staring at Lambeau Field the entire game. <laughs> yeah, People right who there. aren't from here are like shook at how close it is to our neighborhoods. And oh, yeah. Our, I, our businesses. I grew up in the neighborhood around Lambeau Field. Like my mm-hmm, my house same. is my house that I, the house I grew up in is like right over there. I forget about it. I do, too. You know what I mean? I forget about like how unique that is. Yeah. I run by it every day still. And I, right. live, I live over here as well. And um, yeah, I run by it every day and it never gets old, yeah. but I think you got to just appreciate it. And I know a couple of our, our staff lived here for longer than I have. And they're just, you know, they're like, yeah, I still drive by it every day. And I still think it's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. So sometimes you just have to kind of kick back into gear. Perspective. And realize, yeah. yeah, for sure. I have something that we need to discuss, John. We got to talk about this. Okay. This is cool. What? Did you hear about this? No. This is when we were setting up this interview. This was like one of my favorite lines in your press releases. It says, Fridays are for fish fries and and fireworks. Talk to me about the Green Bay Supper Clubbers. I'm so excited for this. Wait, what? Fill me in. <laughs> All right. So 
you've probably seen around the country if you pay attention to minor league baseball and, and just sports in general a lot of alternate identities have popped yeah. up over the mm-hmm. last few years and it's meant to be more of a you know instead of doing a bobblehead giveaway every night it's meant to be more fun for the fans is something that kind of resonates with the local community or the state or something like that and just kind of a fun playoff of something unique to the area and and obviously, supper clubs in Wisconsin is a, a staple, and we wanted to get kind of creative with it. Supper Clubbers actually was one of the finalists for the Name the Team contest, ironically, in 2019 really? when Boo oh, was chosen. So we went okay. and took that play. We had you know, thought of a bunch of concepts and stuff when we initially had that first list of names in 2019, and, and this was one of them that I really liked. And so, you know, our, our staff all gravitated towards it as well at the time, and we decided to kind of do a playoff of that for our Friday nights and through a partnership with Drink Wisconsibly, we've been able to uh, leverage an old-fashioned deal that will uh, fry a fish fry old fashions on Friday nights. And That's awesome. Show. You got it's the live music, so cool. obviously, before games, but we've got some sweet... Uh, the neon open sign that you see outside of a supper club. That's kind of the... The premise for the supper clubbers word mark across the front of the jersey, and so it'll be pretty. Cool. I gotta Can pull you it get up. merch? Is my question. Merchandise oh, yeah. is ordered, and there's pre-sales going on on the website right now. No uh, way. Rockers.com, but there's also um, should be in in the next two or three weeks. I love that. Oh, that's so cool. I, you know, Katie and I talk about this all the time. Like we are constantly on the lookout for unique visitor experiences that's what that's what drives people to go to a community these days it's not you know you know i'm gonna go to lambo field or whatever. people want to experience a culture we've now. had the supper club chasers i know they have a facebook page reached out to us and about wanting to kind of partner together on some stuff so there's going to be hopefully some people traveling i know there's a lot of people that like to travel to try different fish fries around the state so hopefully some people traveling to to check out a game you obviously get a live live band pregame and then mm-hmm. you get postgame fireworks show with a baseball game in the background so the there's game n- could really go wrong there yeah there's nothing more unique than are you kidding me with this a fish fry an old-fashioned baseball and live music are you kidding me it's, it's green bay in a nutshell there you go <laughs> I saw that. I thought that was genius. Yeah. I was I so excited. Out Alex Dozik, who is a tremendous uh, artist for us and graphic designer. She did an awesome job on the design, took basically the uh, skeleton of a fish. That's I found been, it. That's been Me eaten on a, on a Friday night and kind of included the, the old-fashioned toothpick, uh, cherry, and then the... Uh, the baseball bat in there as well. And I believe there's maybe a fork in there. So um, she did an awesome job and you know, big shout out to her. That's awesome. Oh, this, oh, and a baseball bat. Oh, yeah, that's super cool. This. You guys got to look at it, basically. This is, this. go on. Uh, I'm on their Facebook page. You can see some pictures they shared of the merch. Uh, you said GreenBayRockers.com, pre-sale. Yep. GBRockers.com. I want to get the URL. GreenBayRockers.com. GreenBayRockers.com. Yep. Okay. Or just search Green Bay Rockers on Google. I'm sure it'll be the first thing that pops up. But this merch is going to be detrimental to my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> this is going some, cool, to some cool stuff. You can wear it out anyway. So. Yeah, dude, for sure. This is this, this t-shirt I'm showing. I have the one up that it's the shape of Wisconsin and neon with the old fashioned orange and cherry spike. We were making a joke about that one. So the, the cherries right over green Bay, cause obviously we're the best, but right. then we've got the orange as part of the old fashioned covering up a couple of our biggest rivals in Mad- <laughs> Mad- Madison and Lakeshore and Fond du Lac and Wisconsin Rapids. Everybody's getting sh- shut out by that. I, I love, love that. That is so get, cool. Getting go, old. 
you got to check that out. You got to go check out their Facebook page. It's on their Instagram page. It's on their website. Go and get some of this merch. If you if you're into to t-shirts, hats, these are these are some must cop uh, must cop options here. I'm I'm so excited. I'm gonna get. Are you gonna have? Are you? Is there um crew necks? I'm a big crew neck guy. There probably will be at some point. This Check. is like the first order, okay. but uh, first we'll drop how it goes. Okay. Absolutely. Awesome. Very cool. All right. A few other things. Uh, on the promotional side, I, I wanted, that's kind of where I wanted to go is with the season preview, you know, obviously the baseball is the, the big thing, but, and, and we'll talk about that too, but some of these other weekly promotions, you guys are just so, uh, creative with some of this stuff The tell me about the beach boys. Yeah. So the, the beach boys concert is going to be on July 11th. And so that's through, uh, you know, Epic event center and, and capital credit union park is providing a larger facility to, to hold that crowd. So our operations team and, and their team all kind of get together and, and work together on the concert. Um, hopefully having a one or two other large concerts at the facility this year, there's so much that goes on. We've got over 300 events scheduled at Capitol credit union park outside oh, really? of the 36 baseball games that, um, you know, not a lot of people realize, but there's something every day between CrossFit competitions, soccer, green Bay glory, women's soccer. Um, Oh yeah. I remember it. when so, that was there. So there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, club rentals, we have a, you know, catering business that we do a lot of on, not only on site but off sites caterings and stuff throughout the year and so there's a lot a uh, lot of moving parts and you know it's a lot of fun for sure so tell me about some of these other um the weekly promos that you guys just announced what was that last week i think last you announced week. them yep. um i just want to get a little more info intel from you i guess the youth sports night i have two kids they all play sports What's that all about? Doesn't matter what sport. If you wear your jersey out to the ballpark on Wednesdays, all children that do so, uh, twelve and under, get in free. So, oh really? Get a free box seat ticket in the outfield, and um, you know, bring your kids that night. It's going to be a, a fun one. Brought the dog days back again th- with Salmon's Meats on Mondays. Um, you can not only bring your dog for bark in the park, <gasps> but uh, you can also enjoy free hot dogs for the first ninety minutes. So you can't go wrong there. That's cool. Um, That'll be, uh, that'll be every Monday. Tuesdays are two-for-one tickets. Thursdays are half-price beer through the uh, end of the fifth inning, as well as $30 all-you-can-eat and all-you-can-drink party patio tickets on the Bud Light Party Patio. And so that's a, a great deal as wait, well. Wait. $30 for a... For a- that's it for, and that's all you can, that's all can game. Eat. All you can eat, all, all you can, can drink. Burgers, brats, hot dogs, a side, uh, chips, cookies, and condiments, and then soda, beer, seltzers. 30 John, bucks. that's the deal of the century. There you go. Now how you many, know. how many tickets? Do you, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's a, it's a group space, but we do allow walk-up fans in that area as well. So you can, you can not only book a group, but, um, is it limited? Space. Like, uh, there's 250 spots per <laughs> night. So. Wow. It's gonna be uh gonna be another rock. John, time gonna, I love how crafty you guys are. Oh, like, there's you. always something going on. We have something for everybody, and whether you're two months old or whether yeah. you're 95 years old. The inflate it looks like it. a party every time there's a game there. Like it the inflatables does. and there's music. It's a whole thing of a thing. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, you guys have had some awesome growth. I mean, it's like seriously from when the name changed to the Rockers to now. And maybe it's because I'm closer to it. I don't know. And, and you can tell me, but it just feels like around the community, there's been just more and more excitement around the rockers in the past. For sure. So that, you know, from like. 
even in my like inner circle. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. I hear it's a like a lot of chatter about yeah, it. Yeah, I feel like I didn't used to like hear. Yeah, and I don't. I don't want this to sound the wrong way. I didn't like five years ago. I feel like I didn't hear people say like, "Oh, we're going to the Booyah game," or the. And now I feel like I hear it mm-hmm. all the time, all summer long. Absolutely, our our, you know, that's a testament to our ownership group just being able to yeah. be supportive in what we're doing, and and you know, not overbearing by any means. They just give us the freedom to to do what we need to do and what we feel is right. And and honestly, my uh, my staff is awesome. So there. I don't want to take any credit for this. I have a great group of people. We're all on the same level. We all do the same stuff. We all do different things, of course. But right. We're all pulling in the same direction is what I meant. And and if if we have that, it's, you know, you can do some special things. We're not perfect. We're always still learning for sure. But right. um, we try to have a, a fun time. And if you're not having fun, then, you know, it's kind of, if we're not having fun, we can't expect anybody else to have fun. Right. So right. that's kind of the, the premise for what, you know, what we're trying to do there. Have you felt that, like in the stadium? Have have you felt that growth? Buzz. Um, that De- buzz definitely have. Um, it's it's a lot different. I used to come over as a visitor for you know at Joanny's, which is a yeah. you know a great facility for what it is, and you know it just wasn't uh, anything close to what's going on right now. Yeah. So and and you know not to to knock that at all, but you know it was a uh, probably one of the most weathered uh, you know stadiums in the league oh definitely footprint and yeah and it's very historic and i appreciate you know all of the the events and things that have happened there for sure and and i've looked back at the history and i'm a big history buff so i Mm -hmm. you know i definitely have an appreciation for that but the new facility was definitely um definitely a welcome thing and that you know that was definitely an exciting venture for me to be able to come over and and be a part of and and um, yeah, there's definitely a lot of excitement around it. And it's been, you know, all the building that has gone on around the facility too, with the apartments and mm-hmm. all of the infrastructure and the, the legacy gym. hotel, the, the hotel, climbing gym, everything, yeah. everything going on around there. It's just the place to be. And so everybody's in walking distance to come over if they mm-hmm. want to enjoy a game. Um, some new information, hopefully coming out soon on a, a additional parking around the facility. So that'll be nice. Nice. So, about the building, I have to say, one of my favorite things about the building is the shipping containers. That's so cool. Yeah, it is. And then you had the mural, um, the murals painted on a few of them too, right? Yeah, Bo, uh, Bo, who's done a lot of the designs from Trackside Design, yeah. did an awesome job on the right field wall. Um, not sure a lot of people know this, but the paper converting building that's directly in our center field or left center field from the stadium actually has a road that borders the outfield wall. And so everybody's like, Oh, why didn't you make the right field wall longer? Well, their property, they already donated some to get the stadium where it is kind oh, of. Cool. Yeah. And, um, and so they are they're a great neighbor that way, but the, the road, you just can't move a road necessarily right. that easily. And so there's a road that borders it where the shipping containers are. And to kind of offset that a little bit, that's kind of where the shipping containers stack too high came into play just to kind of offset. Extend the, the yardage. Distance yeah. to, to make it a little hard, harder to hit it out. And honestly, it makes it for a good doubles park. But um, we've been able to methodically get a lot of left-handed hitters to hopefully pull the ball over and, and everybody loves home runs. So that's, that's been an exciting part of it. And they, you know, we had, I think, eight or nine of our, our players last year, left-handed bats. So a lot of home runs on our side, we led the league in that, which, you know, we also play half our games on the road. So they're still good hitters regardless right. of where they're playing. Mm-hmm. But, um, that's been good. You know, last year we were able to add, 
20 by 22 by 80 foot um, digital video board that's insane um, there were the old it's board crazy. when the stadium got built was actually built into the right field wall and in being as close as it was you know a lot of baseballs are in batting practice even are just clanking off this thing and it wasn't a very high quality board to start with and and you know our ownership invested into to this brand new video board and it better than most minor league parks I've seen. It's phenomenal, uh, not only for advertisers, but just for fan experience, being able to see live video of our on-field promotions, being able to to look at the lineup all at the same time, yeah. looking mm-hmm. at the, the counts, all this kind of thing. So that's been a game changer for us last year. And I look forward to, you know, we, we kind of had that put in and the, the project finalized in the middle of May last year. So we didn't have a ton of time leading up to it to get really creative. And we did a great job for what you know what time we had but i'm excited to see what we can you know what we're coming up with right now and and when that comes to fruition when we get to june um being able to see even more interactive right you know events and games on there i have three more questions are you good for a little bit longer Sure. do you have anything else katie send it okay i'm so their instagram (laughs) yeah um what do you look for in a player when you're bringing players to Green Bay? What are some of the key factors Good for question. you? Great question. Um, so a lot of our partnerships, which not everybody knows, are built mostly through college coaches. Yeah. So there's coaches that I've worked with for years and years and years that will keep going back to the well for players as long as they send us you know good human beings and mm-hmm. good guys. A lot of it kind of is a big puzzle because there's certain positions you have a lot of coaches some coaches want to send you the same position so you kind of got to weed through the cracks on that nate you know that front um this year with putting the roster together we got a good head start so we could just fill in the fill in the gaps but you know a lot of coaches i partner with are former field managers for me former assistant coaches that have gone on to now be managers and coaches all over the country so we've got a very wide spiderweb net throughout you know from anywhere from hawaii to new york to florida you name it Um, Mm -hmm. you can pretty much call up anybody you've got a group of you know it's all about relationships you got a group of scouts that you know have seen i've talked to jeff cirillo who played for the brewers back in the day he's a scout yeah uh, for the angels and i remember him there's a there's a ton of stuff happening all throughout the the game, I mean Scott Service, who's the the field or the, the manager for the Seattle Mariners, son played for me back in the day, so we've got connections there. Um, it's pretty wild. So a lot of it comes through connections, but you know we don't really recruit a lot of players, just one offs. It's it's more through them. They'll either send us one or two players. They'll give us a list of guys, and then we can kind of look them up. So we're looking for for good human beings. Number one, um, guys that want to play every day, and and guys that transpire. Or, aspire, I guess I should say, to play in Major League Baseball. I mean, that's number one. And it's a little different. A lot of these guys play Friday, Saturday, Sundays in their college seasons and maybe a midweek game, but they're not playing every day. And there's a big difference between that. So you have to love the game. You just can't like it. You have to love the game to play 72 games in 77 days. So we want to, you want a grinder, something that's going to wake up every day. They're going to go work out at Western Racket. They're going to you know, eat healthy. You're going to come mm-hmm. to the ballpark. And honestly, these guys are college guys. They need to have their fun too. I, I get it. I've been there. Um, but at the same time, you know, we want people that take it seriously. And for the most part, um, we've been very fortunate on that end. Nice. And uh, you're not going to get everyone right for sure. Yeah. But um, we've been able to get a majority right last year and, and it worked out okay. I'd say it's, so, it's about yeah. bringing it's you know, our coaching staff, bringing the guys together and making yeah. them, you know, 
getting guys to gel from all over the country in a very short amount of time. That's a tall task. It's a big task. So they do a great job at that. So I actually, that your answer there spurred one more question. Have you had any players that have gone on to the majors from the Rockers? We have, not from the Rockers yet, um, because it's fairly new. Oh, right. From from Green Bay, there's 11 guys that have played in the big leagues. I think one of the bigger names is... Is probably Mitch Haniger, oh, yeah. um, who okay. currently plays for the Seattle Mariners, and so he played here back in I want to say 2011 nice. um, with the Bullfrogs, and so very uh, it's cool. Been cool to see. Th- yeah, there's a, a variety. Philip Irvin, who's playing the big leagues. Um, yeah, there's 12 that have been through here that have played. Um, some guys I've worked with recently that you know people out there might hear are Richie Palacios just got traded to the the Tampa Bay Rays, Bryson Stott, the second baseman for the Philadelphia Phillies with, was with me when we won the, or the year after we won the championship in Wisconsin Rapids, Chris sale, who's with the Braves oh, now yeah. uh, was, was the first player that made to the big leagues from 2008 when I was in lacrosse. So it takes a while for some of these guys with right. all the minor league steps they need to go through. Um, yeah. It's not like football or, or basketball where you get drafted. drafted you're in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's a little progression, but, yeah, I've been able to work with a lot of talented talented guys. I think overall with both places or all three, probably about 16, 17 guys made to the big leagues. That's pretty um, sweet. That's pretty really sweet. Cool. So the being the GM of a baseball team is a big job. What is your favorite part? What is what is what is it that brings you the most joy in that in that job? It's definitely the people or, or we wouldn't do it, right? I think yeah. at the end of the day it, with how in depth everything gets these days with, you know, you can go down a a dark hole with baseball analytics, or you can go down with, you know, sponsorships, ticket sales and all this kind of stuff. I think the thing that brings us the most joy or me, the most joy is just at the end of the day, seeing a little, little girl catch a foul ball or get an autograph, a little boy get an autograph from their favorite player or something like that on a smaller level. And I think that's what kind of builds, you know, their love of the game as well, and and that's where it starts. I remember going to get autographs when I was young down at you know Brewers games and yeah. stuff like that. And, and I think you know, I, I'll give just a name out. Spencer, let's say the last name, but Spencer, one of our bat bat kids, is uh, is wearing his Rockers jersey to, to bet every night, and he's got. Oh. We gave him a, a replica championship ring, and he's <sighs> and his dad sent me a nice email the other day, and he's like, ever since you gave him that ring, he hasn't taking it off and he won't let us to like keep it home from he'll want to wear it to school every day and i'm like that's what that's why we yeah. do what we do right it's to to make those memories and hopefully you know put everybody in a fun place that's so cool that i so love cute. that that's something unique about baseball too though like you know a lot of sports you go to there, there, there's not that same you feel like you're you feel like you're watching a game in the backyard almost when you go to uh, a Northwoods league game. Like it feels just so you feel so connected to the the game and the players in that, in that. And we're a little different too. We don't have like the clubhouse where you're going to walk from the field down in a tunnel and you're not going to interact with fans. Right. Right. Our guys have to walk up through the crowd to get back to the clubhouse. And so they're going to naturally sign autographs. They're going to talk to fans and there's a connection that's a little bit different there than, you know, it being more personable than just you know going going and hiding after you're done so mm-hmm. that's that's a cool thing yeah for sure all right so we're gonna we're gonna finish up here i always like to do uh a few quick fire questions okay so you know first thing that comes to mind we always do this at the end i'm i'm, I'm taking mental notes about our conversation so are you ready 
help. All right. Favorite cheese curd in Green Bay fried at a restaurant. Oh, my God. You can't do this to me. Oh, yeah, I can. <laughs> so many. I, oh, man. I think of, like, partners now. Like, I, can't, <laughs> I can't do that. I got to say 1919 has some pretty good curds. A lot of people love their yeah. curds. Yeah. So, actually, we did... When we first did this podcast, first started this podcast, we would um, put out these same type of polls to listeners. 1919 won the poll mm-hmm. for yeah. cheese curds. Okay. Yeah. I'm not too far off then. No, no, you you nailed it. Favorite ballpark snack or meal item or what, you know what I mean? I'm a big ice cream ice cream fan and so in the baseball helmet we have dip and dots this year at the stadium which we bring oh, i love dip and dots be, i'm gonna be having some issues there I'm <laughs> also like weirdly a big super ropes fan so me and our facility director like fight over the super ropes in the summer <laughs> <laughs> those are good too favorite running trail in green bay honestly i have the pretty much the same trail Unless I go down to De Pere once in a while and just okay. run around, run along the river, I do enjoy that. But I I take a big loop around Lambo every uh, every nice. night down past Oneida Street and then down Holmgren Way all the way down to Cormier and then all the way up to my house again. Nice, so nice. It's about four four miles. Love it. Favorite fishing spot? If you'll give it away. I enjoy going on the river, um, but I've been in the bay a little bit. I won't tell you exactly where, but... Uh, <laughs> no, of okay. course not. I, I thought I'd try. I, I thought I'd like, try. I do like bass fishing quite a bit. Yeah. So uh, anywhere there's a smaller lake, I've been up to, to even Lake Shawano a little bit, just sure. with one of our, our staff members that has a cabin up there. And so nice some fishing up there. All right. Well, John, thank you so much uh, for your time here today. This was super interesting. It was great getting to know you a little more. Looking forward to the season. Um, anything you want to leave the listeners with, where they can find information, where they can, uh, you know, Get connected with the Rockers. Yeah, tickets are on sale right now. Our group tickets also to bring a, you know your company out to enjoy the games, employees, treat customers, and that stuff. Mm-hmm. You can visit greenbayrockers.com. Also give us a call at 920-497-7225, and uh, we'd be happy to help you out. All right, man. Thanks. Maybe we'll have to have you on for like a mid-season check-in or something like that. Yeah, see how it's going. Yeah, we'll see how it's, we'll see how it's going All for sure. It. I love it. Well, again, thank you so much. Appreciate the time. Go check them out. Uh, Green Bay Rockers. Great season upcoming. Let's bring home another ship. There you go. All right. Love it. Katie, hit them with the socials. Uh, at Discover Green Bay on Facebook and Instagram and Discover G-R-N-B-A-Y on X. All right. And as always, check out Katie's handiwork on greenbay.com slash blog. Lots of great content coming up. Trip itineraries, uh, inspiration, all sort of the, uh, all that sorts of stuff. Greenbay.com slash blog. All of the latest events, including the Rockers games, will be on greenbay.com slash events. Uh, so check that out as well. And as always... Get out there and discover Green Bay. See ya.